0: This is The Playbook. Welcome to The Playbook. We're live here at VCon. We're blessed to be here at VCon, the only podcast studio and stage uh, here on Electric Avenue. Speaking of Electric Avenue, we're bringing the energy with the man himself, Vin Infante. Thank you. He's a therapist, mental performance coach, but all around great guy beyond a great speaker. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So it's so interesting how traditional professions have expanded and amplified into all different measure to not only help empower others, which on an individual basis, that's what therapists do, but to broaden its scope and scale with content Hmm. that as a speaker you're able now to reach people all around the world and plant seeds as well as grow those seeds into trees, Uh, for you, what was the inspiration to go beyond the padded walls of being a therapist and reach out to the entire world uh, leveraging what I call the Shakespearean philosophy of the stage theory that it's not just that desk that, or couch, yeah. it's the whole world you're impacting.
1: right? Well, that's a great question. And funny enough, before I met you, and so it was actually really awesome and coincidental, is that I set out, I was like, you know, I want to go on this mission to impact one billion
0: lives. Over though, right? Uh, You're over, like me. yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. that's the step <laughs> one and
1: step two is over. And so it was really cool when I saw your message. I was like, hey, that guy's doing what I'm doing. I need to know him.
0: <laughs> that's so awesome. And you know there's no coincidences, which leads me to the question as a doctor, right? Someone who understands the mind and the brain and the integration between life and life circumstances. Uh, what is your perspective of coincidences and awareness compared to the scientific uh, background you have about emotion, the energy emotion?
1: Right, I, I don't believe that there is a such thing as coincidences. I think everything is supposed to happen the way it's going to happen. I think that we can influence our path to some degree by the choices we make, and that thing called luck is you taking chances on opportunities, and then you being put in a position to receive the luck of the universe, right? So
0: that that is a big part of how I view it. And you get to talk to so many people about their challenges, and so you could be seen as an expert between, hey, this is what life is, and this is what life circumstances are, and you help people reconcile or work within life and life con- uh, circumstances right. themselves. But one of the benefits of being a therapist and uh, a speaker, performance coach, all the things that you do do, is you, you get to listen to a lot of people. Yeah. In fact, I think that's one of the attributes when people think of a therapist, they're great listeners. Right. But listening is one thing, but listening for, something is something completely different than listening. Correct. And so what are you listening for when you're talking to your coaching clients, big audiences, or individual therapy clients?
1: Right, and so you're right, Is that massive distinction is so important because a lot of people listen, but do they actually hear? And what I'm usually listening for is what's not said, which is what makes my job a lot more difficult and why I do believe it takes training and skill to do what I do. We're listening for the, for instance, I I look, I'm very big on language. I'm very big on auditing language. I had a client the other day who was talking about, oh, I have to do all this for my daughters. I have to drive them here. I have to take them there. I have no time for myself and I'm anxious and depressed. And I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. I was like, stop doing it. In fact, tell your daughter, find your own way home. Daddy's going to lay on the couch today. He's like, well, what kind of father would I be? I'm like, you be the man you say you want to be right now. Isn't that what you want? He's like, well, no, I can't do that. I'm like, so what you're telling me is out of a value-based system, and out of a belief of your identity, of being a good father, what that means is that you get to do these things because you want to live in that identity, in that space, and say that's who you are. So being able to shift people's perspective to understand where they come from is because I'm hearing what they're saying, and I'm feeling the difficulty, but I also know that what they're saying isn't always the answer. It's it's coming from a place of pain or difficulty, and so navigating that nuance is, is really key.
0: Yeah, and I love the way that you explain it or articulate it, because a lot of people have great advice, but they're not able to articulate it. The same way some product service solutions or brands have great value, but they're not able to articulate the value to exceed uh, what they're asking for, for example. Uh, One of the other interesting things about uh, being a therapist is what I consider for myself, I'm not a therapist, I'm a coach, a mentor, a teacher, a speaker, author, entrepreneur, investor is that there's an old story about the cobbler. You probably had heard it. The mm. cobbler's kids have no shoes. He's so busy mm. putting shoes on everyone else yeah. that his kids don't have any. And I find that that's true about whatever your profession is. Right. And it would be for me a little bit terrifying if I was a therapist that you know I'm not doing that to myself. Like I'm helping everyone else get the mindset, hard set. Yeah. Right, and yet I'm depressed, anxious, or my kids are depressed, anxious, right. and we see this a lot, how do you resist or fight or uh, overcome that challenge hmm. of the cobbler's kids have no shoes when you're a therapist? So one thing I like to explain to people
1: is that there's no such thing as positive or negative. There's right. no good emotions, no there's bigger, no good behavior. Big or small,
0: no good, good or bad, right? Exactly, Great. And, and
1: so when we talk about, well, what is depression? What is anxiety, right? What are these things? I give people the education behind it. For instance, there's this really cool research on analytical rumination hypothesis, and it talks about where depression originated in our ancestors, why it came about. And it turns out that it was there because it helps our ancestors, and still does for us today. It helps us look inside and find deeper interpersonal problems. We need those solutions to those issues. And so, when we're not finding them, that's why someone might have persistent uh, depression. Anxiety, it's a perception of threat, fight, flight, or freeze, right? Puts us in a, a scarcity mindset or a tunnel vision. Anger, anger is great. It's powerful emotion. It's saying that there's some circumstance in our life that needs to change and we need additional horsepower to get through it. And so when you start showing that there's actually, all emotions and behaviors are net neutral, understand what's the source of behind it then you could really start getting creative. So for me, I wouldn't say I don't ever experience feelings of depression. I wouldn't say I never experience anxiety. They're all normal things. We're supposed to feel these things. They all have a service, a purpose, and a reason to help us. And so if we could let go of the absolutes of good or bad and get curious about why do I have this experience and separate ourselves. Never say I am anxious. Say I'm having a moment. Something is inspiring anxiety in me. So that's a different conversation. And now you can really get curious, what's inspiring anxiety? Why, what's the threat I'm seeing? And so I do that for myself. I will never not have emotions. I will always analyze, question, and get out.
0: Yeah, I call it stop, drop, and roll. We have very similar philosophies, and I always tell people the most difficult thing is not the indicator itself, the emotion itself, which are indicators. Uh, it's not spending days, weeks, months, and years in those indicators. Right. Right, Being able to spend, you said moments, I, I call it a minutes and moments strategy. Mm. So how best can I effectuate one, identifying fear of the past or fear of the future, mm. and then being able to stop instead of accelerating in the wrong direction. Even utilizing logic and reason doesn't stop the emotion, so I always utilize a stop, drop, and roll, like right. I'm going to stop, breathe, know that I'm in neutral, at ease, and then roll in the right direction. Mm. Uh, but I love how you were one of the first people ever to include the word inspired into anger or fear. Uh, and it's really nice. Um, as we finish up here at VCon, ego is another big issue. Sure. And people define ego in different ways. I study ego, I study time, because I want to spend minutes and moments in ego based consciousness. I know that I can utilize my ego the same way in the neutrality in which it exists. Um, How best can people identify their own egotistical conscious that they apply to fear instead of living in a more abundant, faithful context Mm. when challenges, difficulties, pains, setbacks, failures, and mistakes arise? I
1: think a lot of it comes down to the ability for someone to get called out. Right? If we're not calling so ourselves hard. out. My
0: wife just, called, I mean, not my wife, my daughter just called me out next door. Did you see it? Yeah, exactly. the best speaker. Yeah, yeah, It hit my ego, bro. <laughs> I still can't speaker. let it go. I'm trying. I know I am, but I, I want to be better than Jeff, and that's ego. That's so hard. That's good. But I want my daughter to think so. Go ahead. I got it. And, and
1: see, and that's the thing, right? We have ego because this is the interesting thing. I like to tell people your ego is your big brother or big sister. Because what the ego is, is the ego is formed in a very young age, in a childhood, and it protects us. It's like, hey, you felt this pain, I got you. I'm gonna protect you from it. I'm gonna stand in the way of you ever feeling it again. And so I'm gonna come up, I'm your big brother. Next time somebody threatens you or gives you that slight pain, don't worry, I'm stepping in. And so if we could look at that and say, okay, do you still need your big brother? Have you grown? Have you been able to pick that kid up by the hand, say, hey, we got this together? Because you gotta go meet your younger self again. Heal that younger self, then invite your younger self on this journey with your adult version, and thank the ego. Thank you for doing what you were supposed to do. Thank you for protecting me when I needed it most and I didn't have it within myself. And I appreciate your service, and I've got it from here. Thanks, big bro.
0: I love that, man. I definitely have it from here because of people like Vin Infante. He's an amazing therapist, performance coach, extremely good speaker. Not as good as Jeff Griffith, that's for (laughs) sure, but neither am I, so what's the difference? We're here to be blessed at VCon. Thank you for joining me on The Playbook. Thanks for having me. Thanks, brother.